0: Today's scripture reading is from Psalm 148. Hear now the word of the Lord. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him in the heights. Praise Him, all His angels. Praise Him, all His heavenly armies. Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, all you shining stars. Praise Him, highest heavens, and you waters above the heavens. Let him, let them praise the name of the Lord, for He commanded and they were created. He set them in position forever and ever. He gave an order that will never pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, all sea monsters and ocean depths, lightning and hail, snow and clouds, stormy stormy wind that executes his command, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, creatures that crawl and flying birds, Kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and judges of the earth, young men as well as young women, old and young together. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for He, for his name alone is excellent. His majesty covers heaven and earth. He has raised up a horn for his people, resulting in praise to all faithful ones, to the Israelites, the people close to him. Hallelujah. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Merry Christmas! It is, this is really fun to be with our church family today. We're usually together Christmas Eve, but I feel like this is just really a treat to be with you all this morning. So Merry Christmas, and I'm so happy to be here with you. Would you pray with me as we begin? Father, we just give you all the praise today. We're so grateful to be together. Thank you for this body. Thank you for making us brothers and sisters in you. And we just lift up this time together. May it be glorifying to you. And we just thank you for Christmas. In your name we pray, amen. Well, such a big part of Christmas growing up, and even now, let's be honest, is the presents. Kids, have you opened presents yesterday or today? I would love to hear about them. It's so much fun. My brothers and I would spend many weeks getting our lists ready, and always at the top of the list was our biggest wants, what we wanted the most. My birthday and Christmas are just two weeks apart, so I made one list for both, and at the top of that list for many years was an American Girl doll. I loved the books, and so many of my friends had the dolls, and I just wanted one so bad, but I knew I was hoping for something I may never get. These dolls are expensive, and I knew it just might never happen. Then one year on my birthday, just before Christmas, I'd opened all my presents, and then a surprise package was pulled out from the closet. My heart started beating like crazy. I noticed the size was just right for an American Girl doll box, but could it be? So many years of having it on my list, could this be it? I opened the wrapping paper, and there she was, a beautiful American Girl doll of my own. And we, yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> Oh my goodness, it was such a wonderful moment that we can actually relive now anytime because it's on video and I just cry all over again. People give gifts to one another all around the world on Christmas. It's an age-old tradition practiced by so many people, but I've been thinking, and hang with me here, what do you think God wants for Christmas? What do you think God wants for Christmas? Think about it. What do you give to the one who has everything? Literally, he has everything. Interestingly and helpfully, Psalm 148 gives us the answer. God wants us to give him our praise. Every day, all the time. What we're going to see ultimately is that God created everything to praise and worship him. That's our big idea today. This is what he wants for Christmas. And every day, he created everything to praise and worship him. Let's discover together clear evidence of this idea in Psalm 148, starting with the first few verses. Hallelujah, Bevan, you said it so good. Hallelujah. Let's pause for just a moment. Hallelujah is the Hebrew word for praise the Lord, it's an invitation, an encouragement. So think of it as praise the Lord with me. So whenever you hear hallelujah this morning, let's say together, praise the Lord. This is an invitation to praise the king with me. And kids, you be sure to help. So when you hear hallelujah, you call out praise the Lord. So let's practice together. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay, unpause. Let's continue reading. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord from the heavens, praise him in the heights, praise him all his angels, praise him all his heavenly armies, praise him sun and moon, praise him all you shining stars, praise him highest heavens and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded and they were created. He set them in position forever and ever. He gave an order that will never pass away. Don't we see it? clear as day. He created everything to praise and worship him. He's the creator and everything created gives him praise and worship. This includes the heavenly realms that are beyond our understanding and comprehension, the planets, the stars, the heavenly beings. Does a passage come to your mind when you think of angels praising the Lord? Mine immediately goes to Luke 2. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. I don't know if many of you have gotten to ever go to Handel's Messiah but in the in that performance in Handel's Messiah it captures this moment just perfectly. Let's watch this short clip together. That's so good, isn't it? (laughs) It's hard to move on. Um, And I hope that convinces you to try to go because it is really fantastic. His angels are created to give him praise. And they spread the praise to the shepherds in the field. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord with me. uh, Let's continue on in Psalm 148 and see what else is created to give him praise. Verses 7 through 10. Praise the Lord from the earth, all sea monsters and ocean depths, lightning and hail, snow and clouds, stormy wind that executes his command, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, creatures that crawl and flying birds. He created everything to praise and worship him. Creation has a way of stirring something in the soul. I am not an outdoorsy person. I don't enjoy camping and I spend minimal time outside when there are mosquitoes about. But when I get close to a large body of water, something stirs inside of me. And what is it for you? Maybe like me, it's the amazing expanse of the ocean or a big body of water. Perhaps it's the glorious mountain ranges that touch the sky. For you, it might be majestic trees that are bigger than life. Is it the sound of the birds and the wind rustling through the leaves? It might be a breathtaking sunset with too many shades of oranges and pinks to comprehend. It seems like the author of this psalm had nature on the mind, creation on the mind. And these verses we're invited to be overwhelmed by the great expanse of God's created world and how all of it was made to praise and worship God. Whether it's the sky, the birds, the crawling animals, the amazing creatures of the deep, they are all worshiping God our creator all the time by doing what they were created to do. Kids, how many of you watch Octonauts or Wild Kratts? There are some pretty crazy creatures we learn about on those shows. How about the cuttlefish? Check out that guy. (laughs) Cuttlefish can inflate themselves to look bigger and they can change colors to camouflage even though they are blind. They know how to change their colors to match what's around them, wow. God, you are amazing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. These creatures are designed by him for his own glory, and they praise him from the hidden places of the deep to the highest mountaintop. Through his creations, we are caught up in seeing and experiencing God's beautiful orchestra of creation. He created everything to praise and worship him. All of creation praises him because it was created to do so. And guess what? Out of all his magnificent creations, we are his greatest treasure. I brought tissues up just in case. (laughs) His chosen people. We are his kings and queens of the earth. And we're invited to join in the praise. So the next section of the psalm makes that invitation abundantly clear. Let's take a look at it together. Kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all judges of the earth, young men as well as young women, old and young together, let them praise the name of the Lord for his name alone is exalted. His majesty covers heaven and earth. He created everything to praise and worship him, including us. We're called his people, kings and queens of the earth, to praise him along with creation. And in fact, the invitation from God is to praise him with our whole lives. Everything we do that flows from our love for God and out of our obedience to him is praise. Romans 12.1 says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Our whole lives should be lived in praise to God. Now, one aspect of an active life of praise is actually a voice of praise. A voice of praise in other words, part of how we live out this call from Romans 12.1 is to praise God with our mouths, with our voices, which is, of course, one of the main points of the book of Psalms, which is Israel's hymn book. The words we use to describe God, to pour out our gratitude for who he is in this newborn Jesus that we celebrate today, this praise, it matters. And God commands us to praise him throughout the Bible. It's not optional for us. We should sing songs of praise always, every day, with all our lives, and especially on Christmas. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But maybe you're sitting here today and struggling to join in with us for this call of hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> maybe you're sitting here and Christmas is one of the most difficult days of the year for you. The reality is we all have times where praising God is a harder step to take. And as Pastor Paul talked about just last Sunday, sometimes the darkness of Advent can almost be debilitating. The loss of a loved one or deep grief over something in life not looking like what you pictured. If that's you this morning, first of all, we're so glad you're here with us. And I have some good news. because this is a call of hallelujah. It is a call to praise Him together. It's a call to praise Him together. So in other words, we're called to carry one another in praising the Lord. We're not designed to praise Him alone. This is an invitation to join with all of creation to be swept away in the beauty of creation and the glory of the heavens, to encourage our hearts to praise Him. There are times where I need to see you worshiping our King. And there's times when you need to see me worshiping our King. And when I can't, maybe you can. And when you can't, maybe I can. We come together to worship Him beside one another. We give him our praise today because he is worthy. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And now the final verse of Psalm 148. He has raised up a horn for his people, resulting in praise to all his faithful ones, to the Israelites, the people close to him. Hallelujah. Praise the, Lord. the horn here is representative of salvation, of rescue. Throughout this Advent season, we have been tracing the story of our king through the Psalms. The book of Psalms paints us a picture of God's king who would come and bring justice and restore God's kingdom to the earth. He rescued his people to bring us salvation. God has raised up a horn that results in us giving him all the praise. He sent us a king, a Messiah, to rescue us, and we cannot help but respond in praise. Hallelujah. In Luke 1, Zechariah responds with praise after his son John, who will prepare the way for the Lord Jesus is born. He says, blessed is the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has visited and provided redemption for his people. He's raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, just as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets in ancient times. Do you see it? Jesus is the horn of salvation promised in Psalm 148. Jesus is the answer to the question of the promised king in the book of Psalms. Hallelujah. The Lord. Jesus came to rescue us, which is ultimately why we give him our praise, both today on Christmas and on all days after. Until the end of time, really. Because you see, one day... When Jesus comes back again, we will see his glorious face and praise him in his presence. On that day, we will sing with all God's people and all the angels. The chorus of the heavens and earth will gather, and we will together answer the call to praise him from Psalm 148. And we'll answer that call every day for all the days. And we see a glorious vision of this in the book of Revelation, chapter 19, verses 6 through 7. It reads, Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like the roar of many waters, and like the sound of mighty peals of thunder, crying out, Hallelujah! For the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. So what do we give the one who has everything? He created everything to praise and worship him. We give him our praise for Christmas and every day. He is worthy. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Oh God, you are so worthy, and we're, oh, we're just in awe of you, and we give you the glory today, and we celebrate today. Thank you for sending us Jesus, and we just pray this in your name, Amen.